This episode is sponsored by Paradise Co. For t-shirts and beanie hats, visit paradiseco.uk and use the promo code GTS2020 to get 10% off. Merry Christmas from the Get The Shot podcast team. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dear. Have a happy new year, too. And didn't we know we were going to mess this up? <laughs> right, we're live, so that means people need to do it. So, welcome back. Hang on, should we try it again? <laughs> when there's no call. I need to go. Fancy your one-minute moment on the Get The Shot podcast? It's easy to send us a voice message. Just visit anchor.fm forward slash get the shot and click on the bit that says send a voice message. It's as easy as that. And now, on with the podcast. You're listening to another episode of the Get The Shot podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our Instagram is at Get The Shot Podcast, and on Twitter it's GTS underscore podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Get The Shot Podcast, <laughs> with me, Kyle Grazier, and the lovely hosts, guys. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's Josh here at Mr. Josh Deacon. Billy at BFHUK. And John Willis at JRE Willis. And Kyle, you didn't do your shout-out. So. <laughs> okay, guys, so for those who don't know me, my name is Kyle Grazier at Graziergram on Instagram. And yeah, these wonderful guys have had me here today to talk about... Yourself! <laughs> and me, yeah. All about me, myself me. and I. Me, myself and I, exactly. Go on then, who are you? Go on! Some artists. <laughs> so... Who be you? As I just mentioned, I am Carl Grazier. I'm 24 years old, been modelling now since I was 18. Wow. Which is, uh, yeah, six and a half Word. years ago. So Almost as long longer as, than old as I've been iPhones. alive. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're looking at all models that I've probably shot with, none of them have come close to how many years you've been doing it for them. That's quite a shock, actually. Wow. Quite, yeah, quite a while, to be fair. Good on you, mate. It's not, uh, it's not going too bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So, I mean, interestingly, we deliberately wanted to try and have a male model as our first... Yeah. sort of model guest if you like because uh it is rare actually i would say and mm. it's quite difficult like we when we as well didn't yeah we? well when we've when we've shot models in the past yeah. we've struggled in the face <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've struggled and i certainly struggled to find male models that are willing to shoot mm-hmm. um so that's quite interesting because they all like me Okay, oh, maybe it's is it me person. then? Maybe it's me. Probably because I'm female. Like, maybe <laughs> <you're> <laughs> what, <laughs> tell you what we have to remember is Billy is female. <laughs> yeah. So like well, she, she yeah. finds it easier to work with men than uh, ladies. Is all, is no, it? I, I don't, don't think so. Well, by she that reckoning, it should be easier for me to work with women, but that doesn't <laughs> need to work either. So. While I am bisexual, so uh, it's one of them. To be fair, I think like open and honest here. Where I'm pretty, I'm pretty open to shoot with anyone. I'll be honest. In the face. In the <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, I'm um, stop now. <laughs> but over the years, literally, I've shot with males, females. Yeah, like it's interesting because obviously you've you've mentioned the fact that you do modelling. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that you do? Uh, I do a lot of acting actually. Um, I've just finished a pantomime of Dick Whittington in rugby, oh. which is fantastic actually. That was, it was good really when really you said good. That. Considering that you aren't in it yet, you're still working towards it. Obviously, we're recording this months in advance. Well, not months, but how many weeks in advance? Like eight weeks. Eight in weeks. Advance. Eight yeah. weeks in advance. Eight weeks in advance. So yeah. uh, you are hearing us from the past. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Wishing you all the luck. But in the future. In the yeah. So it's actually, as we're recording this, it's actually coming up. But uh, as it's gone live, it's already happened. So <laughs> yeah, it's all so smooth. Work that one out. So was it that <laughs> acting got you into modelling, or is it the other way around? Um. Mm. 
I don't. I think it was dance actually that um, got me into. We keep throwing out dance. We weren't prepared. For we that. weren't prepared for dance. We Guys didn't know did there was that dance. To us as well. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So, yeah. So I danced. I danced for a while actually um, with Debonair Dance Academy in Cradley Heath, okay. which was cool. that was quite good fun actually. What yeah, did you dance? Did, God, there was loads. There was ballet, freestyle, contemporary. It's interesting. Oh, I I actually taught a student privately that mm-hmm. was um he went to Elmhurst School of Dance mm-hmm. in um, Edgbaston. Yeah. It's interesting because he he was very much he was a talented dancer, yep. but he was worried that he wouldn't have a long career. So he wanted to diversify and have the option of going into like technology and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. So when you obviously were dancing earlier on in your sort of career, was it a case of you thought I'm going to do something different or I just didn't want to carry on doing it or um, what was it that? Yeah. I, yeah, probably actually. Yeah. We had a little, a little bit of a brainwave at dance and we thought, you know what, we're going to start putting on performances rather than dance show performances. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was quite good. And then we came up with the panto idea and the musical idea. So yeah, the, my first panto was Cinderella, Surprise. where I played Prince Charming. Ah, which was... Um, okay. Leave yeah. role, mate. So you should le- see so the smile role. on these two. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's like, yeah, I just um, <laughs> played... I've got, um, I've got a big appreciation, <laughs> got a big appreciation for theatre and TV <clears throat> and film, I guess, all that sort of collective, because my, one of my best friends... Well, I'll say one of my best friends, he is my best friend since like we were children, basically and he's been in theatre for most of his life now and mm. it always makes me smile when I hear so many other people like say what roles they've been in mm. and Cinderella ends up being not always the first sometimes it's Romeo and Juliet or even for guys it's Billy Elliot so to mm-hmm. so hear Cinderella like I've only heard it like three or four times but people say it's quite a regular one that most people get into yeah so it's quite common actually um, kudos to you mate Cinderella's quite a common panto like mm. a lot of people do it or you'll see it around somewhere yeah. like around the Christmas period whether it's in Birmingham or Wolverhampton Grand or mm. you know even maybe down London or Manchester, Manchester somewhere but yeah. you will you will definitely see Cinderella at some point. Do you yeah. think dance really helped with like your modeling? Cuz obviously posing yes. and movement, you know, it's really Do important. It, the posing's actually really different. I had to learn the posing mm. for modeling completely okay. different to like How did you learn dance. like that? Just By doing or like inspiration. Or? Yeah. yeah. I think it was just yeah inspiration just getting people just looking around basically and what other male models were doing and then i just sort of like created my own style put my own twist on things so mm. yeah because yeah, i, I think male models make I people nervous like because we don't know how to pose them yeah. so like women like it's, it's i feel like it's a little bit easier yeah um but with men it's like a whole new kind of universe like mm-hmm. you don't know how to pose them i'm always saying at work like Sit on the chair like proper laddie, yeah. like proper dude wise. <laughs> proper laddie. Like proper laddie. Because, um, like, I mean, like, do you know, like, I could probably do it, but I couldn't explain it. Like, yeah. but just sit yeah. away, like, that I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. You, you just walk up and go, could you manspread? Can you just manspread? <laughs> <laughs> could you just manspread on the chair for yeah. me? Can I just ask a quick question? How long ago did someone in this group here hear manspread? Because I'm sure I've heard people say it. Right I don't could you? heard the word manspread. Oh, it's, it was it's quite. Mad, you've it? never heard of it? I've never heard manspread. What? Oh, oh, wow. Someone's been referring well, to the, uh, okay. the well. disgustingness of it. Oh, God. Yeah, no, so please don't explain it. You can ur- bad, you no, it's not that bad. You can urban dictionary out later. So, yeah. So, obviously, you said that obviously the dance led you then into that modeling sort of pathway and the the modeling sort of i suppose arguably like one half of you now in that sense what's the industry like in birmingham 
okay, so most of my work's in Birmingham because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite local. Uh, I live just outside of Birmingham now. So, yeah, the industry's actually quite good in Birmingham, quite good for paid work. Obviously, having such a beautiful city centre, you've got Digbeth as well, which is quite urban. A yeah. lot of a lot, a lot of, of photography yeah, and creatives a lot of going, on there. going on love there as well, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. I just I love that Digbeth now is recognised more so for the creative industry because yeah. obviously it has had bad rap in the past. Because yeah, definitely. You walk down that area and sometimes it's like you know on a, on a like let's say a muggy day, mm-hmm. like, you, you you're kind of yeah, feeling yeah. a bit. Well, um, I mean, you know, if we put it into context, I, I probably wouldn't feel that comfortable walking down the road on my own at night. No, no. Imagine I park in there. Yeah, yeah, With a laptop or like a camera. Yeah. Yeah. You've just told them everything about your life now. Come They're going to come find yeah. you in the car in the evening. I love it Whoops. when customers go, I've parked in the car park with the graffiti. Which one? Which one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, which one? <laughs> My God, it's Digba. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Digba. I've parked next to the wall that has some painting on it. They always yeah. go, I've parked on Floodgate Street. Do you know the part with the graffiti? Which part? Yeah. But do you know the part a with the like, fairy lights? Yeah, they should the, just put like a little, like a little. Part? You are here at this part of the graffiti oh, area. People upset me. <laughs> well, my thi- my thing is, is whenever it's really busy, yeah, and you are trying to find somewhere to park on the street because you're too fucking tight to park. I, pa- I have to park in a car. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like you're driving around like there's got to be a space somewhere. No, there there's got to be a space. So you just round. You're just in that loop round, of like round. Is that that song that goes? Round, 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 I get around. <laughs> you just, I you park just so head, illegally every day. Just hoping. Billy, there could be traffic wardens listening. Thank you. Shh. I, I don't even care. Parking enforcement officers, Josh. Yeah. They're not called traffic wardens. <laughs> traffic <laughs> traffic wardens. wardens. I, I don't know. Because they're not I employed by the police anymore. Because so, now the police oh, have about three people that work for them. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think as a male model in Birmingham, like you, I feel like you are going to get more paid work. Because as we've had the I conversation agree. before, yeah. that um, it's, it's rare to find yeah. a model that's male that doesn't want to mm. work for like yeah doesn't want to do not paid work so mm-hmm. what, what the flip coin be of that then like if more male models come into the scene would it be then more regulated between both genders and less so i don't that really know i think it'd balance out i think if more male models did come onto the scene like you actually are seeing a lot more males get into modeling yeah. now anyway yeah which is really good. um mm. really which good. is yeah it's fantastic i love working with other males and yeah showing them like Definitely. What I've done and my my steps towards where I am now, and like some of you know, I'm running my own events and stuff. Mm. And yeah, you know, it is it is really taking so do off. You, you've obviously you're the the scene in <coughs> Birmingham is quite good. Just you know, it's quite lucrative in terms of you've got payment and stuff like that, and you know, you know that you can work for sort of a a decent paid gig, really, mm-hmm. in that sense. Have you looked at working elsewhere, or have you worked elsewhere? Have you gone down into London and places yeah, like that? I have actually. Um, I worked. Um, all over the country, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, okay. I used to live in Wigan, which okay. um, ah. which was quite good. I was getting a lot of shoots in and around Wigan. It's right in the middle of Manchester and Liverpool, so yep. I was in and around there quite a lot. But yeah, I finished down to London. I had a couple of stuff down there, done a mm. couple of promo stuff. Worked with a few like clothing brands. The biggest one I did was maybe Hugo Boss, actually. Ooh. Wow, okay. that was. Uh, yeah. That was as, as years a ago. Girl. You jammy bastard. You jammy. That was actually <laughs> years ago. Like <laughs> I beat you to it. But yeah, that was that was definitely an experience. That's good. That was it. Was really really and good. And was it? Um, was there a sense of perhaps of intimidation when you first go to a big brand like that, or oh was it? God, yeah, yeah. Like you, you wouldn't imagine. You feel like the whole world is on your shoulders. Mm. Like it is insane. Really, like no. the pressure is. It's a big deal. Yeah. Like, it, it, well, it is. Yeah, you don't want to like. You don't want to make yourself look an idiot, and like, yeah. 
I was I was, there to hold probably, your hand. I was probably in my first two years of modelling then as well. So I was probably yeah. eighteen, nineteen. Congratulations, though, man! T- first two years—that's that's something. That was yeah, it was pretty. Big. And was it obviously the pressure is on as well because you're probably thinking like, well, if I do well at this and mm-hmm. they speak to other people and yeah. we all, we've already mentioned in previous episodes that you know the photography community is generally pretty tight. Mm. So it's you know people pace. people speak to other people. So yeah. you know if you if if they if you get a good reputation for being solid and mm-hmm. you know a reliable model and stuff like that. I mean, mm. I'm sure we all follow people where they have rants about the fact they've had you know yeah. three models let them down and yeah. you know that sort of stuff. It's not me, but I know. I've people had it on my event so to be fair where people yeah. have let me down and stuff and i'm just yeah. like oh yeah. my god this event's gonna be terrible but yeah. it actually turned around turned out all right so yeah. Yeah. i guess we were quite lucky on- honestly considering it was the first time i was meeting you as well mm-hmm. for your first event you did and obviously things happen models cancel and even photographers cancel and it's mm-hmm. just unfortunate it just happens you made the best of a bad situation yeah really did mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it echoes back to my very first event that we ran we were already quite nervous about running a, a model event or at least a portrait event because it was still very new to me and the founder mm-hmm. and we had our first two models drop out on the day literally like an hour before <laughs> we started and we were literally like panicking like we were panicking out of skin yeah. both felt you know you know when you when like almost like um like the night just kind of draws over you and you, yeah, just, you go course. shivery cold yeah. you feel like the whole world <laughs> is going to destroy on <laughs> you he's writing a book <laughs> I'm writing I a book shivery it's cold it's a very <laughs> <laughs> basically the night the curtain comes down yeah. and you're just like what am I going to do I'm no, going to watch shit yeah. creek yeah. but like I, so, so I can, I can <laughs> don't think that would be the book oh shit creek sorry I'll Deacon. be serious now. Yeah. <laughs> no it's alright the follow up <laughs> book without a paddle <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously like the, the problem the problem we were facing there was like we had confidence to run the event because we mm-hmm. we both done events like on a semi small basis like I'd done stuff for a previous mm. account London Enthusiast which I don't really run anymore for those who do wonder um, I'm gonna go look now. <laughs> you know about it. Haven't even heard of it. So, <laughs> 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 We're such so good I will. So I will go as you, there, as have you a look. said about the industry, it's a fast-paced. Yeah, you know, the community's fast-paced. Yeah. Yeah. Like people yeah. follow you from different things to different yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, if definitely. they are a genuine follower of you. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, like we had two people drop out, but the saving grace, mm-hmm. which I, I still can't believe happened, one of the models who literally we, we both met for the first time then. Well, I'll say first time. It was the second time for the founder, uh, Sevu. Uh, I believe, and she was like, "Oh, I can call in a f- quick favor, get another model in." I was like, "What?" And I like you, you, you think like, "Oh, yeah, that happens generally," mm. but like we were just mind blown that like she was able to get someone, and they came within twenty minutes. There were still models still arriving, and yeah. they came quicker than the models that were still coming. Yeah, which ha- has happened. Yeah, you can. I mean, going back to what you were just saying, I think when you do have people drop out mm. of an event, you mm. do panic in general anyway. Yeah, because it's like it's natural. It's a big deal. It'll like feel like a chain reaction. Imagine like if, if it's one just you and one person. Like yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Exactly. You were driving at the time and you were like, everyone's starting to drop yeah. off like flies and you were really worried. I was actually going, I was really close to cancelling that event. As I mentioned. Oh, Do you know what? Yeah. If all else fails, just go to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But it was, it was one of those. Well, I the couldn't panic, let people down. Yeah, I suppose it's the panic that, yeah. you know, if people have paid to go to an event, exactly. they're expecting yeah. something yeah. and if it doesn't turn out the way you expected, then it's that concern, isn't it? It's not only that, it's a reputation thing as well. And I mean, as a as a model as well, you see you see it for, uh, you see it from both angles. When you become, it's like saying with photographer and a model, you you, you know the difference of what works mm-hmm. on the one side of the camera and the other side of the camera. But then when you're running an event as a model, I think obviously as a photographer running an event, and there's, there's so much differences. But as a model, like you have expectations from an organizer, so yeah. you know then how to portray your events so that your events 
well, either way, they, they might end up flopping still, or mm. they might have people drop out. That's just every event. Doesn't yeah. matter who you are and what you are when you run in these events. Mm-hmm. So it just happens, yeah, and it's. I guess what's the word to describe it? It's just like um, not failure or something. I can't think. There's a word like. You just have I think to it's just the unsuccess of it. It's not necessarily a failure because everything's yeah. a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think, yeah, I I think that was probably right. Yeah, I always curve. tell myself this. Well, <laughs> yeah. It, it probably isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Life a failure. Not always helpful. I'm just learning. I'm just yeah. fed up. <laughs> so I suppose it's one of those things, isn't it, where you probably have gone down that route of as you've gained some experience <laughs> of hosting events and stuff like that, you've learned from that. So we'll take a quick break, I think, and then uh, we'll come back perhaps and discuss that in a little bit more detail. Amazing. Welcome back. So, on to our next section. Uh, rates and agency work. So, you're with an agency. I am with a few agencies. Oh, <laughs> um, a few agencies. Yeah. So Can't may- be with just one, John. Maybe so I, the best I, way to explain it is, is if we do it from, like, even ones that you've been, if you don't mind, ones that you've been already with and you've mm-hmm. left since. If you, if you don't mind, if, if, if there's nothing Bitch bad about, about them. them that you don't mind saying. Uh, so I have to be careful with okay. what I'm saying because... Okay. Like well, confidentiality yeah, and yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Tell us everything. But um, <laughs> really, yeah, I've been with a Gossip. few. I've been with a few agencies. Some that I'm no longer with. Some that I'm still with. Who but are you yeah, currently with? Currently with Valkyrie. I thought um, so. Buzz Talent, which used to be TMA. Mm. Okay, I'm um, friends with them. Elite in London. Mm. Majestic Models in Manchester. Majestic. Majestic. So I'm going to sound a bit thick here. Yeah. I kind of assumed you could only sign to one modelling agency. No, well, um, do not assume. Okay, so... I didn't realise that. If they're in the same area, you have yeah. to be careful and you have to get permission from the agency to do that. Okay. Um, mm. So if I was with two agencies in Birmingham, for instance, yeah. you can't, like... You can be with more than one in the area but you have to get permission it's just a bit ratchet agency. though isn't it but well, i suppose it depends it is. i <laughs> suppose <laughs> it's depending on what what jobs they normally <coughs> go for so if they go for two very distinctly different areas then yeah. it's probably okay but if they were crossing over into the same sort of category of shoots then they might yeah. get a bit yeah. pissed yeah. off of each other yeah it's like if they have the same clients and stuff as well so yeah yeah, you have you do have to be careful. But so obviously you're with a few agencies now. So what what's kind of if people were thinking like oh looking into modelling and stuff like that, what what would you say makes a good agency? I think it depends on what style you want to go for. I think um, Valkyrie is a good agency. No, was in what but what characteristics of an agency? I was just picking up Valkyrie for a second. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think if I th- I'd always say to people coming into the modelling industry, whether you're male or female or whatever. I think you have to find your own style before you find your agency. Okay. Um, I think it's very important to identify yourself before Mm. someone tries to identify you as a person. So in terms of the modelling agencies, do they they have their own sort of unique... They they go for certain types of models generally. You get agencies that are like specialise in hair... People that specialise okay. in Valkyrie high street gets a brands. Lot of hair stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. With, was it with uh, L'Oreal? Is it? So, so it take Valkyrie for instance. They do a lot with hair and females, like colouring mm. and cuts yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you like Valkyrie, great agency. Like, probably one of my main, my main mother agents. To be fair, mother um, agents taking you under the wing. Yeah, mother, that's it. I that's love it. that term, mother agent. Mother agent. That's yeah. nice. That is. But yeah, Valkyrie are great, but they specialise in hair. Do a lot a lot for women so i'd say to all the female models coming into the industry apply 
definitely. And they um, do like, I know they do casting call days, don't they? Where like, you know, you, they yeah. turn up, you can go through. And yeah, just open castings. Open yeah. castings. What's yeah. that like? Uh, I've never actually been to one. Um, never? Never been to a no. casting? I've been, Lucky. I, I've been to other open castings, but I've never been to a Valkyrie one. Oh, okay. How does that work in terms of, obviously you turn up, you register, mm-hmm. and then they just do you some random shoots? Stuff. or It's more about recognising potential. And like, if you have, for instance, ten models walk through the door, and you've got two spaces available, it's picking the right one for the agency, not necessarily the best yeah. model. And perhaps knowing that's really what nice, actually. I like mm. that. Yeah, and perhaps knowing what the clients, because yeah. they know what their clients are exactly, and who their yeah. clients are and what they yeah. do. So it might be, I suppose, thinking about what do mm-hmm. those, what do those clients want. Yeah, that's and it. And if they're looking for a particular look, mm. then I suppose that's uh, like you say, it might not be the best model, might yeah. not get the. Uh, the the job on that day mm-hmm. in that sense it's just that if they're looking for a particular model yeah. particular style build height yeah, yeah whatever I think it might every be. every agency does have that specification I think they say like I actually find it quite hard as a male model to get with bigger agencies if you like um, or more recognised agencies is probably a fairer thing to say but yeah it's it's because I'm like quite short. And they like models to be tall I if they specialise in like catwalk. It's such a big stigma. <clears throat> it is, but it it's one of them. It's th- it's the same sort of thing. It's like going back to what we were just saying, like with the clients and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, you have to you have to think of what they want really because yeah. it's you're, like, you're just sorry, the agent. I was born. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there's got to be. There is still shutdown moment. Yeah, but there is still a demand <coughs> presumably for yeah, of course, yeah, more petite models and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're looking like catalogues nowadays they have a petite section and obviously the model's got to be petite yeah. to, to and a, and promote that clothing but or just really far away oh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe just shoot from like a lower yeah. angle that's what i do but <laughs> i don't know make I them look like giants i make yeah. everyone look really tall <laughs> to be fair billy i do like shooting with you because you do make uh, yeah, look a bit taller i make everyone look tall <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm she always she just sh- sitting on the floor billy just understands that everyone isn't the same you know, everyone has to have something that makes it look unique. And I think, like, even if you wasn't going for that look, like, even with your latest shot, like, you're like, I don't care what people think. I, I think, it, <laughs> I, think I, I think that it's actually almost like an uncut, but also raw of the kind of you see the outs and the ins on each side of the drop down shoot. Yeah. You know, the set. Realistically, I'm just really. Lazy. I think this <laughs> is why open castings are a thing. To be fair, because you can look on my Instagram and think, oh my god, he's six foot three. And then I rock uh, up to an open okay. casting yeah, and I'm like yeah. five foot nine or five foot eight or whatever. Is not a thing on Instagram. Well, exactly. That's it. You can't unless, unless you put well your they measurements. Have to, they have to crop there. his legs off. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Didn't, <laughs> well, we, yeah. didn't we say in like was it was it episode <coughs> in, the, in the last episode, episode ten, right? Yeah. We said that uh, you know don't cut off limbs, right? So like that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. That's what I, I, I've <laughs> yeah. actually thought that's been stuck in my head a lot. <laughs> I'm recently. gonna chop everyone's with, leg off <laughs> with editing. <laughs> John had a go at me earlier about this. I Yeah. Well, you chopped a red off. I didn't chop her head off. I chopped a bit of hair off. Do you know Just a speck of hair. You're as bad as the wonky horizon people. (laughs) (laughs) The the wonky horizon people. Don't don't say that. They're going to get angry with us, John. If we've noticed this week, I do not care anymore. I do not. not. I'm I'm YOLOing. So here's the the thing then. So obviously as a model, uh, you're with an agency. They have a client. Is it you that chooses to do the job or does the agency choose the job for you? It can be a bit of both, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tell you a bit of both actually, because obviously you've got to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not the mic. I reckon it's alright. Reckon rocking that mic. But yeah, I'd say it was a bit of both actually. Um, so you've got the jobs are then advertised on mm. like maybe 
it could be Instagram, it could be Star through the newsletter. Right? They could you they could email you directly, get a call, maybe you know it could be anything. But but yeah, I think if you apply for the job and then the agency puts you forward for that job, mm. then you can. That's probably the best way of doing it. Or mm. Just go completely freelance and. That's what I was gonna say. Are have you, a look yourself, in essence, so. freelance still technically? Yeah. Because I think um, everyone really. I think uh, even some models that I've worked with say like even if they are signed to one or two agencies, mm-hmm. they still consider themselves freelance to to some extent. Because I mean, I, I don't know if I'm gonna quote her in this episode, but quote it another time potentially. Well, a yeah. model that you've shot. Let's just say not, that. not that I've shot with. Um, just, just, right. just well, not friendly it. with. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's she, friendly with Josh? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what friendly. model are you friendly with, Josh? <laughs> I can't take you seriously. Why, why like are you that. blushing, Josh? Why are you doing me like this? Oh, John, who's no. the model? Oh, okay. 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 So her name is Tyler Allen on in- on Instagram. Oh, oh. No, not Allen. Oh, sorry. Actually, Peyton. Um, Peyton. Jeez, I got two people's names mixed up. Oh, Tyler Peyton. Um, so like, she's she's a fantastic model and all. She's she's very much been freelance for quite a lot of her Instagram uh, modeling scene. How do you spell um, Peyton? She was one of those uh, Peyton. No, uh, P A. T-O-N. How do you spell Tyler? I'll put it in the I'll put it in that Instagram group, shall I? Anyway, <laughs> let's stay on task. But no. honestly, <laughs> going back to the point of that, it, so like she she's very much a, a definition of a one man or what in this instance one woman band, like where she's even just set up her a photography side of her business now. Mm-hmm. So now she's got a camera and now she's doing essentially like the one size of you know, two sides of the same coin. I mm. do hate it when people do that. Yeah, I was <laughs> I just going to say that I frustrates hate me. It it's, we've so talked, much. we've talked about the fact that people previously, haven't we? We've talked about the fact on the podcast that you know you get that element of I've got a camera, therefore I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer. No, I, you're not. Yeah. Ah, but there is an exception to the rule. She doesn't. She doesn't like have that sort of persona, like you guys say. Like mm. she, she treats it as another income, but also as something that she's been hobbying over for. Well, I don't know about hobbying over. More, she's been a hobbyist for for quite a few years. Like even on her own iPhone, yeah. like she debated just changing the phone mm. just for the camera, and this was nothing to do with the business. I do that, so I get to take B- good selfies. Biddy's, well, yeah, Biddy's, Selfie Biddy's getting triggered here. I can My already see. Hurt. I can already this see like her going. You're taking phone. photos on a fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, like selfies are fine. Is Fair the same as you, you know. I'm like triggered by a lot, but I really Mobile hate. Editing. I will avoid models if I see that they're doing photography as well. Mm. Specifically, not mm. even in a rude way. I just have no interest you. in you trying to be me. No interest. <laughs> Stop it. Mm. Just do one. I'm not trying I, to model. I, I, I was just going to say. I really want you to turn around and go. Listen, love. I'd love to work with you, <laughs> but as you're trying to photograph. Uh, I'm not trying to model. I'm not trying so, to model. Yeah, yeah I, I understand that. There's, dabbled, it's a different trade, like isn't that, it, yeah. I suppose. That's the thing. But So that's interesting. So obviously we've talked about agencies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In terms of rates, like, do you set rates? Do the agency I set rates? Or? Yeah, a bit of both again. A bit of both. Yeah. Oh, that's largely down be, to There can be an amount of money on a job. Yep. Yeah. Or like a budget. Yeah. Mm. Or they can ask for our rates. Or they'll uh, the agency will come through and say... I mean, this is the set amount on the job. Yeah, Do you want to take yeah, it? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. So, so I mean, I've asked, I've asked <laughs> photographers before. So, for example, um, somebody that I have talked call to quite a few times. Call them out. Oh. But it's just all about like well, calling out. It's, it's in not, a drama. It's not always about about sort of uh, calling them out. But can't <laughs> <Nah>. um, <laughs> just call him out. But, ult- so but ultimately, just call him out. So but ultimately, um, that photographer, for example, <laughs> said to me, now that they are well established, 
and uh, well known in events. Um, <laughs> is this is Gareth. <laughs> it's not Gareth. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, Gareth. We so apologise. Yes, I apologise. I mean, you are a, obviously Gareth is available for events, but um, it, this person said to me, you know, like I don't do a day's work for less than three hundred quid. Yeah. Like, I that's my bottom figure, mm-hmm. and actually, most of the time, he, you know, he said to me, he says, I'll do two fifty, three hundred. Mm-hmm. He says, then I'll do six, seven hundred. He says, and then if they're a corporate client that's minted. Then I will turn around and do a grand. And mm. well, know, he sometimes quotes yeah. really high, thinking mm-hmm. I don't want that job. But then yeah. you can go down. And then they you know, turn around. Do you know and what? Go, though? Okay, you've got to be goes, ballsy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think someone. I think someone said it right to me before. You've got to be ballsy, um, because if you, it, I, I mean, it's, you're not sort of like getting companies like you know the, the the rate at the higher end and the lower end. You're not trying to you know con them out. Essentially, that's the word I'm trying to think of. Con, you're not trying to con them. You're evaluating them as a business, and if they are able to pay that and they are okay to pay with, to pay that, then who's getting harmed? No mm. one. I think from a photographer's point of view, like I've worked with a lot of photographers over the past. I you did um, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Trigger. But I work with, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I worked with. Um, we're friends. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I worked with. Um, well, you were New Road. <laughs> yeah, were. He has a Nissan too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're friends. Friends. I'm triggering my coughs here. Yeah, let's just shove him off the end of the table. <laughs> I know, yeah. Take his car keys. Okay, bye then. <laughs> Cheers for having me, guys. I'll see you. <laughs> see you soon. See you when oh, I. Oh God, if I was serious. So, so in- interestingly, obviously, from a photographer's point of view, because yeah. obviously, like. I, I've said this previously on I think on previous <coughs> episodes like you should set your own value yeah. like oh so gosh. you should what you think you're worth I suppose is is personal to each person yeah and that's kind of it's difficult because you have to kind of think well how much is my time worth yeah and like if you know that your look or your style is unique yeah. mm-hmm. within a segment yeah then I suppose arguably so you could say well actually you know what I'm not going to do uh, time for print or yeah. whatever I'm only going to do paid stuff yeah and I want to do paid stuff because I I believe that you're not going to get the same service mm-hmm. off somebody else. Or and we we've talked before, haven't we? Like the race to the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Like you yes. know, people undervalue themselves. Mm. And there's a difference between being shit and thinking that you're great. Yeah. And think thinking that you're super super good when you are actually good yeah. because people will want to buy your services. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, yeah. even even at the flip side of that is that. We are in this situation, I think, socially, where people try to be the cheapest sometimes. And yeah, that, can, yeah. that can be a problem because yeah. then everyone goes cheaper. There, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you can't undercut someone else because mm-hmm. it's costing you X well, that's amount. That's it, isn't it? It's yeah. like, it's the, like I said, like the biggest example of this is probably the airline industry. It's quite mm. simple. Like they, They're always trying to be competitive with each other. But then when someone goes lower... Then the whole industry is, mm. as a whole, mm. like it comes down on itself. Like yeah. you, you can't have the building blocks of the industry. Like you think, you think that all companies hate each other. No, they don't. Uh, all companies actually want to be in harmony with each other because yeah. everyone wants to make a, a good deal. Like mm. maybe you know Billy Bob goes on this flight <coughs> with Delta, and this flight goes with that. Billy they, Bob, they, they're still gonna uh, like me. Example. Yeah, <laughs> you mean me? Everyone's still gonna make their money, and it's fair. On the flip side, though, I don't think that we should have a regulated industry for it inside of the Instagram world because Instagram is free yeah. and the the industry as a whole takes on free work and pay work. And, the, mm. and if Instagram mm. was even trying to do something like that, ugh, I think yeah. I would probably exit the industry immediately because I, I don't think that Instagram should be even the one to do it. Mm. That's a whole other conversation, though. I know what you're saying. I think, I think from a model's point of view, um, you have to, again, evaluate yourself and 
work out your own worth. It's, Don't deviate it's values. Ex- it's experience as well, yeah. isn't it? Like if you are an experienced model that's worked with lots of photographers mm. and you've worked with clients like Hugo Boss, mm. then um, <laughs> then ultimately. <laughs> You can value yourself because you can say, well, look, the chance of you getting stellar images Mm -hmm. from our session is much higher. That's not to say that a new model might not smash it out of the park, Mm -hmm. but there's a higher percentage risk that they won't know how to pose, that they need more direction, that they go rigid, Mm -hmm. you know, all those sorts of things. Yeah, that's that's potentially one of those yeah. those things, isn't it? Do you know mm-hmm. what I heard? And someone's going to be raging when they hear me talk about it. Um, I think it was either on a podcast or it was like a YouTube. Or maybe it's something we've all had a conversation about before. And I've just got like a goldfish brain. Mm. But um, someone said to me, obviously, they're approaching you because they want your work. Yeah. So whatever you quote them, mm-hmm. they want you. They didn't yeah. message anyone else. They yeah. don't want anyone else's work. Mm. So you can do you. Like, don't under like rate yourself because you think you should. Mm. Like, I've done so many jobs and I really should have spent yeah. like more time thinking about how much money I wanted from mm. it because they approached me. I didn't yeah. approach them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I just think it's important just to not... There's so many things you have to take into consideration as well. Like Even time. from a model's point mm. of view, it's your time. It's your travel. Yeah, exactly. That's true. It's not even like a joke. Like it's like. I mean, I would assume. I could be wrong, but I could assume that you probably don't do makeup, right? In the sense, however, you do have to stay. Well, you do do have to stay fit. Yeah. Ultimately, if you've got a a figure that you're trying to maintain, that means no dad bod. Yeah. Well, this is directly at John. This is where actors, models, and dancers all cross that. There's that yeah. line that, that bleeds across so things, all industries. So things like gym membership is yeah. not cheap. If you and the time that you mm. have to put in to keep going to the gym, mm. I suppose things like like you say, you travel, yeah. any outfits potentially yeah. that sort of stuff. So it all costs money, and I appreciate the fact that as well, like photographers, you know, like the kit that we shoot on, like uh, you know, I spent a lot of money yeah. on gear over the last two years or whatever. Mm. So those sorts of things. So yeah, I think it's what you value your own time and mm-hmm. uh, that sort of stuff, isn't it? And your gym Something membership. Yeah, yeah. I need and the travel. Yeah. And just the general, like, hard work oh, yeah. that you have to put in every Seriously. single day. Low, low, poses. Low key here. There are people who, like, will have a gym membership and then they'll make excuses to drop that gym membership for something else membership wise. I do that all the time. That'd gym membership. Game That's why I'm on Slimming World. <laughs> get, get, they got rid of, like, a 15.99 gym deal, my friend. For an eighteen ninety nine Cineworld pass, and was trying to say that he got more value out of the Cineworld pass than the gym. I was like, mate. I think it depends yeah. what kind of person you are, though. I know. Like, yeah. Do fast. you watch movies? <laughs> or do you go to the gym? Yeah. Like. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help that then. Well, if you want, ultimately, let's be clear. Like, I am not a gym person. Yeah. Right? What? It's fairly, fairly what apparent. Are you right? I'm not. Right? <laughs> ultimately. Who is a gym? Your wife is. <laughs> she is. She is. She loves she, the gym. She does the gym for all of us. It, we yeah. said this she before. Does the, she does the mud yeah. events, right? Yeah. yeah she mud does, uh, you know, like the, mud, the wolf runs and mud runners. She and supports mud, mud runners, me. Mud runners and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Now, to me, I don't get enjoyment out of like gym and yeah. gym stuff and things mm. like that. I, I don't, don't mind like other sports like badminton and I'm stuff. I'm in like it for the gym clothes. I love the gym you clothes. Know. They're just too comfy. I like to just like flex in the mirror. Well, I think a lot of people do go to the gym just to mm. have a conversation. I literally just put it on gym. Instagram. Yeah. I just put there it on There is Instagram. that. You know, you do get people that just mm. go like, at uh, the gym again. Li- li- <laughs> literally. Leg <laughs> <like> day. Literally, <laughs> for, literally, I didn't go to the gym no. for a whole month and I literally just ended up just wearing like, uh, and this is something I don't say to everyone, I wear leggings to the gym. 
which I, like, they're so complicated. When, when I used to do Most yoga, when someone says that mm. a while ago, because it does seem a bit contested. Obviously, this is a completely different podcast. Why are chats, leggings a woman you know, thing? When I was flexible, that's what I was. Meggings and all that. <laughs> bra oh, is a woman's thing. So leggings Josh, is I can not. imagine you squatting in leggings. Thank that's, you very much. Uh, I appreciate that. That's an image I can't get. I mean, well, uh, yeah, well, that makes me uncomfortable. No longer. We'll chat after the podcast. This is a very small room. Exo, exo. Anyway, it's got hot here all of a sudden. Anyway, so. I think it's probably a good time to have a little break <laughs> and uh, we'll be yeah. back in uh, just Appropriate a few seconds. Time in, huh? Great time in, John. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to part three. Uh, so uh, let's dive back into where we left off. So I guess what we're talking about next, guys. Do you want to give us a preference, John? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hot potato over to John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, John, John is as Josh, people. Th- Josh entered and then <laughs> passed the book quite quickly there. So. Passed by the post. Yeah. yeah. First past the post. So yeah, so we were talking about like rates and charging mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But one of the things that I know you've started doing recently are events. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about them? Yeah. So <laughs> Just, um, yeah. Do you it's mainly for for people to get experience in the industry, for more people to create a portfolio or just build on different styles that they might not have tried before or okay, yeah. you know like for new upcoming models it's brilliant and that's sort of like what i specialize in at the moment mm-hmm. um so it's putting people on the map really and so getting getting places out there really yeah yeah and it's it's a great network as well like obviously josh you've been yeah. Um, <laughs> don't look at me I'm sorry actually, no I was going to say you have but you haven't I'm yet. always busy no, um, work, I, sorry yeah. but no it's fine um, but like like you say just like people you wouldn't have met on yeah. a day to day basis you come to an event and you get to meet them and mm. work with them and it's it's brilliant and it's mm. it's really good fun and like everyone who comes just loves it so we talk about how important events are all the time as well like events how make we, it you work. know we mm. we like get the shot podcast was made at an event it wasn't was, well it? i think it's more the it fact it's that yeah. it's that networking isn't it yeah yeah exactly yeah it's networking that, it's has knowing a people and big strong emphasis i think one of the things that i like about events in general is that if you didn't have the chat i think people would be more shy, would be less open to trying new things mm-hmm. because that can mean a multitude of different things. That's any event that you're at, yeah. um, you know, in photography and modeling and stuff. And obviously, as I know, your event was more to try and get new people in. Yep. And obviously, I'm not a newbie, mm-hmm. but I still learned, you know, more things about Raw than I did before. Yep. And I know um, everyone has an opinion on, you know, things studio-wise, but mm. with Raw, you re- and, and just in general, any, like, even Lampworks, like, there's going to be love and hate things about mm-hmm. them. And I really appreciated the fact that I spent more time going down to the back rooms of Raw yeah. this time than I did last last mm. two two times I've been. And, you know, you turn, you turn the blind eye at those things mm. originally. And with the way that you were positioning people, and even Phil uh, mm-hmm. taking not Co- it wasn't Cody, who was it? Was it Lottie? Lottie, yeah, yeah. in the back room. That that worked out mm. amazingly because I, I don't think I've seen Phil or anyone like, I guess, intro a model to how to stand in the light. Mm-hmm. And that I think like you was there like you know watching and like examining and and I think that yeah. really um, as a as a model and a, and you know an event organizer, invite mm-hmm. organizer, yeah. get my words out right. Um, I was just like, I wouldn't say ringing from ear to ear, but like I was just amazed mm. that like I haven't had that experience yet of watching yeah. those things like almost play out. 
and I yeah, think it was see, fantastic. I've, that's that, that's the main reason I put events on. To be fair, I think it's people doing things that they haven't done and haven't yeah. tried and experimenting with stuff. And like when we have new models in, mm. it gives the photographers a chance to direct them. Mm. As well, if you have models who know what they're doing, they oh, don't yeah, yeah. they yeah. don't take direction. And it's interesting because like, as a as a photographer that's done a lot of different genres, so mm-hmm. whether it's landscapes, models, you know, cityscapes, whatever. Yeah, I found it hard initially to work with newer models. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember my first shoot that I did mm-hmm. with a model ever who wasn't signed, had never done any real modeling before. Yeah, I was like, let's let's you know, let's you know, they were on like Model Mayhem or something mm-hmm. like that, and I was like, <laughs> <"Model> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was model like, mayhem. okay, like let's let's give it a go, and it yeah. was like, you know, they could Fuck be a, they could be a, they could be a murderer, but yeah. you know, I'll I'll go and meet could up with them. Could be a murderer. could be, you know. Should we just yeah. preface that the but podcast doesn't endorse that murdering. sort of yeah. <laughs> murdering? Yeah, um, so or just well, in general, the idea. Of I that, didn't yeah. sign up to that. No, so but it was interesting because we we had this first shoot and. We got some good images. We did in the end, but it took fucking ages. Yeah. Honestly, like I bet we were shooting for like four hours, mm. and it was because I didn't really. I was confident that I could shoot. It mm-hmm. was fine, mm. but I didn't really know how to pose a model. Yeah, uh, she didn't know how to pose. <laughs> you froze up inside. Um, it was like both of us were just really quite. We weren't. Uh, rigid, but mm. we were we were struggling a little bit, yeah. and then once uh, you were I, polar opposites until well, you warmed up to each other a bit more in terms of like what yeah, you wanted to achieve. Do you know what? Honestly, I think the big thing for me was the fact that once we got to know each other on a personal level, mm-hmm. it was much better. Like, Establishing that relationship, yeah, yeah. So knowing people and having chats with, say, a model mm. at an event, yeah, and then going right now, I've had a chat and we've introduced ourselves and we've talked through to each other. Mm-hmm. Shall we go and organise a shoot somewhere or whatever? Mm. And I think that's way, way better because that just means that you're yeah. all in immediately going to be more at ease. So I did a model shoot a while ago where her and um, her boyfriend came mm-hmm. and they were coming from somewhere outside the Midlands. Yeah. And when they came, we had about a 25-minute drive mm. to where we were going. And I said, I'm happy to drive you. But that drive gave us a really good time to chat and break, break the ice, break the yeah. ice and <laughs> have that conversation yeah mm. and it really works well or even think, going for know. a coffee if you're in the city so exactly yeah. yeah just you know something that's quite relaxed quite informal i think we yeah. did that when we first shot didn't we billy we yeah well, i think we went to a cafe yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i know i know cafe. exactly what you're saying i think, I think it was a cafe and it puts your mind ah, at ease because okay. even even when i i did the shoot yesterday i uh it was a completely different new thing that i was trying different different type of photography it was not a studio it was not outdoors it was just in it was in a, in a flat environment so the first thing we did was literally just pop the kettle on you yeah. know yeah, yeah. pop the kettle on get get a tiny bit of music in the background and just chat and mm. explore what what we was interested in photography wise and what we wanted to do mm. we know obviously we knew each other already but we'd never actually shot just individually like yeah. you know, a one-on-one basis yeah we've been on a meetup environment and it was just it was a new experience even for me because like I, th- I, th- I treat every shoot as its own experience because mm-hmm. if you think that you're going to walk into a shoot every time and ace it 100% or even 99.99% etc etc then you're laughing yourself away mm-hmm. yeah, so I think even, even the e- even the model like I, I think the model is probably more is normally more uh, apprehensive than the photographer but then I think it's it's neutral I think both have varying degrees of nervousness but that's good. It's yeah. it establishes that like no one's just it, cocky there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an understanding that everyone here is still human, obviously. Yeah. 
So that's interesting. So obviously we've talked about sort of events and generating a community and mm. especially uh, obviously we had Gaz on a couple of episodes ago mm. back in episode eight and um, he was focusing on a community primarily of creatives like photographers and things like that. Yeah. But obviously you're focusing more on you know new models, fresh faces, that yep. sort of stuff. So that's quite Big good. I think that's mm. that's quite a nice complementing sort of you know set of people that are working for the community. Yeah, so I think that's really, really yeah. good. So obviously you, you've got upcoming events that probably by the time this goes out they'll already have happened but it's that yeah. it's that sort of uh working their way through so what are your sort of your aspirations are, i assume are basically just to make sure that you keep building the community keep building fresh faces on the scene yeah yeah i think the main thing for me at the minute is just focus on the growth of it for that to become a job maybe rather than a hobby mm. at the minute because modeling for me is a job anyway yeah but mm. The, so could you the see event it? side of things yeah, you is a hobby at the moment. Yeah. You've, introdu- like you've introduced a pa- the you know the agency the potential of being paid. Yeah, yeah. and and it, it, it like like we've uh, in the previous episode we said like you know when does that turning point come round where you're like okay yeah. I can actually from hobbyist to professional. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Um, do you think yeah. that you're going down that route? Maybe in the future there's that potential where instead of you being a model that does a bit of hobbying of organizing events and stuff mm-hmm. it might be the fact that actually you become more of a, a manager in yeah. that sense yeah well that is the bigger picture that's what you yeah. want to do in the yeah. long run okay yeah. so that's interesting so, so i can take a step back because i've been doing it a long time now yeah and and yeah. i suppose i mean we've introed into it yeah. there's going to become a time where i've got to just draw the line and think yeah i'm not and I suppose we've we've talked about that, like in terms of like like dancers have the same thing. There mm-hmm. comes a point where they will draw the line and go, "My professional dancing career is over." Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that and came, you have to go into came, you know, choreography or yeah. Yeah, whatever it might be, mm. so you can mm. you can work your way through. Yeah. I, I had a period in one time in my life where I actually genuinely thought I would probably go on to be a, a professional swimmer, and it it might seem quite weird that someone mm. says that, but honestly, um, when you're focusing on when you're when you're not doing school, you're not doing any other hobbies other than the one that you go and train for, maybe like four or five times mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. It genuinely like you're in that bubble. Yeah. It's like it's like when you go to school, where to college, All you, you meet friends, and then those friends you move on from, whether those stay around or not. Yeah. It's the same thing with swimming. Like I had uh, my very first injury, which is weird to say now because it feels like it still feels like yesterday, but it was uh, you know three four years ago now, and I still feel the repercussions of it now. Um, I fractured my humerus and mm. I, I wasn't even thinking of putting it as a career in my mm. mindset, but like I was almost driving my mindset towards it. Mm. And just the thought I was like, you know, when you think, oh no, that's it. I can't do it no more. Like, or you've hit a brick wall. You've been doing it since you, at the age of five and mm. nothing is clicking with you now. And mm. you're actually just doing this for fitness and you're not doing it for the professional side. Yeah. It's those things as well. Like, it I hits mean, you. We, you know, I've, t- I've taught over the years, I've taught a number of kids that have gone on to do sporting stuff for mm. like Team GB and stuff like that. And they never probably, when they started out, aspired to be mm. perhaps at that level. Yeah. And then as they've gone life. through, they've realized, actually, I am very good at this. Mm. And if I carry <laughs> on through... I'm going to be able to have a career out of this for yeah. a short period of time yeah. because you know, like anything, I mean, you look at any sport or any career path that's that's either age related or, and that's not to say you can't have older models. Clearly, oh, you no. can, but yeah. there is a there's a definitive turning point through your career where it will change from a certain type mm. of modelling maybe to something slightly different. Yeah. So uh, the guy, um, I can't remember what his name is, but there is a very very famous mm. male model who's quite old and he's quite wrinkly. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was on UK Next Top Model at some point that my wife watched, and I remember he was. Oh God, uh, no, I no, she remember. didn't. You did. I can't <laughs> I can't Come on, remember. John, just he, tell us flexes. He, he does. He does a lot of um, aftershave adverts and mm. stuff. I can't remember. Wrinkle he's cream adverts, but he's, but he's very moisturised. Well, moisturised in the wrinkles. But he's he's very he's very attractive to a lot of women. So. He's got that charm. Although he's uh, older, mm. he still has a career. And actually, he didn't. I don't think he entered modelling until he was in like his late thirties, early forties. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's quite interesting. So what I love about modelling is you can do it right from when you're a child. You can do it. Oh yeah, like a little baby model. Yeah. You can do it from when you're twenties, your thirties, your forties. There's no age on it yeah. at all. And there's so many avenues you can go down with modelling. Like you can go down the catwalk side of things. You can go down the fashion side of things, mm. the brand ambassador side of things, the Instagram side of things. There's so many avenues mm. that you can go down and get a completely different end product mm. to somebody that has gone down a different avenue to you. Yeah. Mm. That's what I love about modelling, really. Yeah, it's I think very, it's very versatile, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, um, London Fashion Week, it's not something that I'm... As someone who does portrait photography, you think that I would like these events. Like, mm. I'm not massive on them. I don't hate them. I hate to love them. It's like mm-hmm. a Marmite, Vegemite situation, mm-hmm. really. I, I will always applaud people who have the the strength and yeah. the the levels mm. or even just the mindset to go and do that. Like, And you and you look at these people and they're like, okay, we, we the problem is we judge we followers on the Instagram. Yeah. And whether we like it or not, we're, we're all here looking at accounts and we're like, okay, how does this person look compared mm-hmm. to what their stats say? Yeah. And like someone who might be owning it 2K on London Fashion Week, and that just shows you that you cannot be bound down mm. by someone else's standards or yeah. someone else's system, such as Instagram, mm. and you end up on the catwalk. And I'll be the first person there to applaud them because it's I have so much respect. That. It's funny you say that because I actually did London Fashion Week. Um, yeah. hey. I, did, I didn't see I did it. it. You have to show I me in a bit. It. I will do, yeah. Um, I did it at the start of last year. Oh, or was fantastic. it the start of this year, actually? Uh, <laughs> it just happened a three, yeah. f- two months ago, right? London Fashion Week? There was one at the start of the year. It was about February time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it might and have been um, earlier part of this year. I'm pretty sure it was. So it's, it's interesting because obviously, like Josh is mentioning about the fact that people are judged on you know engagement and mm-hmm. followers and stuff like that. So obviously, at the moment, Instagram pretty much are starting to roll out the hiding of likes in the yeah, UK. Yeah, US has now just yeah. got this. Well, in the UK, some some UK accounts have just got it. Oh so God. Bartley, for example, on his personal account, has just lost the ability for public likes, so people won't see his likes. I'm still torn on it. I'll be so, honest. So you know, and it's one of those things. It is interesting because as a model like you say um you can get into it at any age you can mm-hmm. get into it um at any point and it's very interesting that people can get into this sort of cycle of like well, mind game you know i have to get this amount of likes or whatever yeah. it might be so actually i do think that removing that forward facing oh, clearly brands are going to want to see the behind the scenes of yeah. what actually that's engagement can have and stuff yeah. like that's going to stay the same yeah but ultimately you're gonna have to build something for that yeah it's still well you'll still have it there won't you you mm. still have your your insights and stuff that they'll expect to mm. see and there'll have to be a way probably of exporting it's your insights to be a lot more trust. i think yeah. it's quite i think saying that is it is quite good the what that what they're doing Mm. However, it does have its defects, obviously, like mm. everything yeah, does, yeah. for people who don't follow you to not be able to see what's going yeah. on, basically. And but the ugliness behind the I think I think there's a lot of people who aren't models who are trying to be models and mm. get into it the right way, is what I'm saying to people. Like, build yourself a portfolio. Don't yeah. pay for anything. Yeah. Like, there's too many people out there in the industry trying to rip you off with this, that, and the yeah. other saying It doesn't oh, pay off. It's going to cost you a grand to get a decent portfolio and any Mm-mm. brands to look after you. Is it heck? Like, mm. 
absolutely. And let's be clear. I mean, even if you want a presence on like on a website, mm. we've we've talked briefly on previous episodes, but it is for a future one where we're going to talk about portfolios and stuff like that. Do we need to wait for a proper time, even even because yeah. obviously you know Billy's, Billy's gone through a transition yeah, yeah. phase with that, so like she'll have a bit more of a scope. Building my website, but my laptop's broke. That's a whole other worry yeah. and a half. Well, D- that's why I'm so sad. She's very sad today. Very Aww. sad. Very sad. Bless my apple. Quite quiet today, Billy. I'm always this quiet. You know, so it's saying that though, she has been very vocal today, which I'm really, uh, I'm enjoying the conversation. We've learned a lot about Billy. I crash, I crash like half every (laughs) podcast, and I'm just like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Can I yawn? Can I just go to bed now? So okay, so we've uh, we've sort of looked at the generating a community and Mm -hmm. aspirations and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Briefly before we go to our next break, uh, do you want to talk about studio spaces and what you look for in a studio as a model or? Yeah, um, sort of stuff. I think again, depending on the theme or the nature of the event, is what mainly I'll go for. So the one coming up or just gone, <laughs> depending <laughs> on when we release, by about three weeks, I think, is um, yeah. would have been a Christmas one. Yeah. So you look for a more Christmassy vibe, a lot, lot of natural light coming through, maybe not like a nice wall or something like that. Um, <laughs> Love a nice wall. Actually, yeah, like a nice I wall. I take that back. I think your event's on the twenty second of December, and now this episode comes on the twenty seventh. So it's only so about twenty second of December. It's only about what five or six days apart. Mm. Probably something like that. Well, it's in, so it's interesting because, uh, like, I went to a, a studio open day recently, mm. and one of their big things that they were pushing was that they had a massive seamless white wall. Mm. Yeah. So sounds quite cool. You had a huge area. Where you could go and have like um, a photo shoot where there was no edge, effectively, mm-hmm. so there's no backdrop end. Yeah, and it's quite interesting because of all the photographers that were there on this open day, there were only uh, probably two out of the ten that were there that were like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, this would be really useful." And I was like, hmm. "I can't see how that would be useful to myself, yeah. really," because most of the time, if you shoot something, mm. if you need to shoot a group of forty people. Yes. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah, more commercial. Yeah. However, or you want to drive a car in, or yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but ultimately, uh, by and large, it's not going to be for most people. Mm. So you know, I was like, that's great in the sense that you've got that facility, but yeah. it's an awful lot of space taken up in a studio for yeah. something that a lot of people might not use. And yeah. I suppose it's having that variety. And we've talked briefly earlier about mm-hmm. like, uh, like for me, grey is the perfect background because a colour gel on your strobes and whatnot mm. will mean that you can just make it a blue background or a green yeah. background or a pink background yeah. if you're Billy. There's flexibility. There's, there's pink plenty. one if you're me. Pink if you're Billy. So I do yeah. like pink. You do, we have noticed. I don't think I'm a pink person. I'm wearing all black today. You Yes. You are wearing all black. Saying that but though, doesn't you do like bright? Doesn't you do that, like bright doesn't colours. Doesn't that come on your with your with your hair colour change? That maybe like you change certain depressed. options. Toned down. I'm a bit depressed. Do you know on. I did wear something colourful earlier, and then I thought my life isn't this colourful. Aww. <laughs> only <laughs> my Instagram feed. Only my <laughs> well, do you know what? Speaking of the studio spaces, I, I've specifically rented out um, boxed so that I could do the photo that boxed. I just posted. Yes. Um, that, that I did not crop. <laughs> so, do you know, you can see like the. And I applaud it. That you can see all the like the flowers. Oh, yes. And Sorry. the plants and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like getting the backdrop roll mm. in the uh, photo. And so I it looks specifically real. like to piss people off by not cropping R-E-A-L. it out. R-E-A-L. Because um, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'm really I like that though. I pit- actually uh, like that. Like, I rip it. You showed me the picture earlier. Yeah. I actually love it. I think it. it's cool. I think it's like amazing. Like, you got it's a bit of a behind the on. scenes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. But when yeah. I posted it, I was like, oh my god, everyone's gonna hate it. But I specifically chose Box Studios because like they had like 
up to 30 different backdrops w- colors See, that's like amazing. that's there's no there's, like, there's no limit more colors um, than the rainbow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool as and then far um, as the eye can see like they had like a sofa that you can use mm. and it's just like a cool aesthetic like a very i think the main thing that i look for when renting out a studio is the diversity of it yeah and the mm. the range the, of space the versatility maybe. If yeah, anything, Ooh, it's like out those dictionaries. Yeah, I know. Ooh, <laughs> getting that for Swallowed the dictionary. <laughs> but yeah, no, but no I, I like. Okay, I yeah. like it. Like, I don't want anything to be the same as what someone's done before. Yeah, mm. I think if we can create some killer images, everyone's going to be like, it's, "Wow!" It's hard, yeah. isn't it? Because what happens? I think you find, particularly within the photography community and probably the modeling community, is equally you know because they go hand in hand. Yeah, you, you get these things where people see images that have been created and just want to imitate those same images repeatedly. Love mm-hmm. it when people do that. Yeah, everyone's a copy. See, it, it's Bastards. it is good. No, not everyone. It is good, but just then one. again everyone's stuff is going to start to look the same yeah and over a certain period of time nobody's going to stand out Mm. yeah i I will throw it out here though it's easy to say and talk about that but i think everybody even for a good example here let's say a model goes to somewhere else with a photographer within the same hemisphere obviously in a meet or a studio environment does something that someone else sees and they like that person moves over, then everyone else follows over. Like yeah. it's like the queen bee, and mm. everyone just literally just yeah. swarms over. Yeah, yeah. And we all talk and shit talk. This is where the idea of this, but then it ends up actually like you get certain people who will go and stand at other angles, and that's the thing that works, and that's yeah. the thing that validates I think that saying. The main thing in being a creative and being a copycat. They're yes, they're two yeah. completely different mm. things. You've got to remember who did it first. So I think there's a good and example <laughs> of that. So I would stand out as uh, recently Bartley, for example, put mm. on that he was um, he's going to be moving yeah. next year. Mm. So the bookcase, bookcase room will be no more. Mm. And it's interesting because that's one of the first things I remember yeah. about Bartley. Yeah. And I haven't really seen anyone copy that, to be yeah. honest, because I think they've seen that he does it that well. Yeah. And that was gel, and that, like but that was yeah, and that was just. A fluke, it's because an, it, it was it, all it was was it was just the model got changed <laughs> in the room. Went, this is fucking cool. Can I have a photo in here? Yeah, and that was it. And it's that yeah. started it's, off it's a thing. A vibe. Mm. It's a vibe. Right? Yeah, I think I like that because that is Tom's style. Yeah, that is his style, and he, he's, he's created dis- that himself. And I, yeah. which I, yeah. I have the utmost respect for, because well, I, nobody else will do. No, it. and I think it's really interesting mm. that he he does the bookcase room, which is very sort of candid, yeah, smiley, happy photos, yeah. that sort of stuff, and then his portraits that he does in i say studio in uh brackets because it's he's already mentioned you know in, in events and stuff yeah. he's like it's my garage you know yeah. like and i'm like well that's fine because i have a, studio, I have a podcast yeah. in studio in my garage so yeah. i don't have a garage uh, you know well, there you go my so garage garage is uh-huh. uh so yeah so t- to me um his his lighting is always really simple yeah you know uh just a couple of strobes um a plain background and again it works really well it's yeah. his style mm. like you know he's known for that type of image so yeah. it is interesting and models might be drawn to that in terms yeah. of you know because you know what you're getting you're Definitely. getting consistently good images yeah. of a certain style yeah and as a model i'm sure that probably appeals yeah, yeah well t- tom like i've got a lot of respect for tom i think his work's absolutely fantastic i've spoke with tom a couple of times but i personally wouldn't shoot with tom because it's not the style, yeah, it's not my style. Oh no, I get it's you. It's Tom's. It's yeah. n- it's not it's not rude to say that you love their work, but you wouldn't shoot them. 
Tom's Tom's a fantastic photographer, and what he creates is absolutely. You go out for a drink killer. with him, maybe, but you wouldn't shoot with him because it's, uh, because it's, it's not something that you. Yeah. It's not your aesthetic, or yeah. he, he might agree with you. You never know. Mm. Like I think people have this worry in their head that mm. like if someone says, "Oh, do you want to shoot with me?" You, if you say no, you feel like you're basically saying "fuck off" or something yeah. like that. And unfortunately, that's you know links with all these other things. And like we we said off of off of recording, 2019 a proper shithole, like yeah. completely different <laughs> landscape. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Froze the table. Froze the table. Right. I think at that point, we'll take another quick, uh, (laughs) what seems to you guys like a seven second break, but uh, in between, we grab a drink and go for a wee wee. (laughs) So um, we're definitely going to take another (laughs) little. We went from saying fuck off to wee wee. So (laughs) we're going to see you in about five seconds. Welcome back to part four, where we are talking to Kyle about things. <laughs> things. I things. still didn't get time to read. I haven't got my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Put sure. your glasses on then. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just drop in. Sh- should, we d- should we drop in? We'll so, drop in. final part of uh, today's <coughs> episode, or tonight's episode, or this morning's episode, depending <laughs> when you're listening to it. <laughs> yeah. um, See, I think I did better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, final part. Uh, so, we're going to talk about the fact that your, your other facet that is acting. Faucet yes. or facet? Facet. Potato, potato. Sorry, so acting. Yeah. So uh, I do a lot of stage performances now, which Bravo. is something that's happened quite recently, actually. Like I mentioned earlier in the uh, earlier in the podcast, we uh, did the Quittington, which is fantastic. It was so much fun, and like. Do you have to dress up? Of course. What Who is Dick Whittington? So Dick Whittington's a very famous pantomime. Yeah, you've um, never seen Dick Whittington. I just I know, know that they born a child after nine months of brewing and called it Dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Please. probably short okay. for Richard. Who is it? Oh, is this the Irish thing? Well, it's not Irish, but do you know how like John Irish? can be anyone really? in no. Irish? Really? No. Can it? It's no, John can be pretty much anyone. It's not like I can be anybody so I want to be. So Dick can be Richard. This is Josh yeah. in the future. That is where we're getting that. So joking. Back, back in the day, they used to call like Stephen yeah. Sam or uh, James Jimmy. James Jimmy, yeah. yeah, or like yeah, Richard, Billy William, Dick. So yeah, everyone anyway. calls me William. Well, jo- it's, it's like it's like an extension of your name. Like a lot of people are called Joshua. I call myself Josh. So what does Dick I am do? Josh. <laughs> so Dick is the the basic story of Dick Winton, For those who don't know, is a guy who tries going down to London to seek his fortune with his cat, Tommy. Okay. And What colour is the cat? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so matter. fucking it's important. The colour is undefined. Come on, you're telling me the cat's not the most important part of the story. <laughs> no, because... Uh, yeah. Well, 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 it actually is one of them. Well, because London is infested with rats in the story. And the dad... Uh, the the, 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 the dick um, cat. <laughs> not just dad. Billy just... Just listen, mate. <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> listen. You're He's doing a me, Billy. Just oh the guest. Right. right, so yeah. Um, <laughs> London's infested with rats. Tommy is obviously a cat. Mm. And he, as you know, rats... Kills the rats. Rats yeah. are very attractive foods to cats. Extremely. So Tommy is a great rat fighter. And... Fighter? Yeah, he just... He goes and gets rid of all the rats out of London. So basically. this is how that Dick makes, that makes his money. money. Yeah. Basically, and then... Um, Rat catcher, yeah. When is this set, like... Oh, years ago. I couldn't even tell you. Like, early 1900s, I think. Okay, so it's yeah. like... 
quite old. Before you. Yeah. <laughs> Way before yeah. anyone yeah. here. Yeah. Which <laughs> makes a change because normally I feel the fucking oldest. <laughs> <thing I'm> <laughs> Dick is this time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you, do you have to wear? <laughs> it's a very old Dick. <laughs> Come on, what, what, uh, what's the question? Bring it together, guys. This Bring it together. Come on. Come on, come on. I'm going to be the one who holds what, this all together. The so the question, the question was, you've obviously done some acting. Yes. So she asked you then, she said, what's the story <laughs> behind Dick Whittingham? And, and, and um, you've done stage stuff, mm-hmm. other stuff, presumably. Yeah, well? musicals. Um, Do you have other, to sing? Other pants, I did Can you sing? sing? I... What a question. That's so exciting. I have been told. I, oh. You're doing the me now, Billy. You're, really, you're so enthusiastic. Oh, you see, with I've Mr. Trick, really I didn't know he could sing. But, um, Should have sang us in. In Dick Whittington, actually, we've got a, uh, a singing part. Um, we had a solo, you know, The Climb by Joe McEldry. Wow. Ooh. It was originally Miley Cyrus's song, but Joe McEldry covered it from an X Factor, so. Wow. Ah, okay. So that was your yeah. solo. Oh, was, hang on, was that Wrecking Ball? And you singing was it? That, was that Wrecking oh, Ball? I'm sure it was Wrecking Ball, right? No, it was called no, the, it was climb. the Climb. Stop it, Josh. I'm sure someone did it recently, right? Keep up, mate. Come on. Uh, <laughs> keep up. I, I did see the. I did see it when I was a kid, but obviously Dick Rutten obviously has gone through different changes in life. I've never, well. never heard of this. So yeah, the, so the Climb. Good. So yeah, yeah. So you. So not only do you act. And you model, sing. but you also sing. And yes. you dance. And you yeah. dance. That's again He's quite, a man quite And he did photography at some point. And he manages people. But he drives in this. And antique. drives in this. Man antique. of many <laughs> talents, master of none. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people say that. Yeah, like, yeah. That's master how I none. feel. You know it's the best thing. I've been learning Dutch for like five day years. Day so, what, so what's your favourite thing about <laughs> acting then? Putting on a show. I think it's just... Be in the centre of attention. No, not even. <laughs> I think it's just genuinely... Took a, the words out. Like I think it's just a fantastic thing like as an audience. To Entertaining people, yeah. you think? Like I can see it in you when when, when, it, when it was, you know, he's running your second mm-hmm. event. You, 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 stand, you, you stand towards and then you start moving back very slowly. I, yeah. I, I saw you like almost just kind of scoping the room. Mm-hmm. So like, 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 obviously, contrary to belief, you w- may think... That you want to be the center, you mm. might want to be the center of the room, but actually you want to, I guess, move back, move back, and just make sure angles. everyone's having a good time. Exactly, like you know, that, that's I the main thing for the me prob- at my events. There probably is nothing better than when you're on stage and you're seeing people yeah. enjoying yeah, exactly. what you're doing. Yeah, and I think with Panto, it's so relaxed; you can have such a laugh with it. You can go off on a tangent. Yeah. I want everyone to clap me. Like Do my dream what? is just to stand in the middle of the room and just have everyone Do you think clap it's, me. <laughs> Because I went, to, I went to um, Betty Boop acting school. Woo. I did, I did. Get so I wanted to be. I thought I was really good at singing. I thought I was going to be the next Britney Spears. Should, when you say thought, duet? are you going to do a duet? I'm fucking awful. Should is there a, a song? And playing us out is Kyle no, and Billy. No, I'm actually <laughs> awful. No, I think I'm really good in the car. <laughs> I think well, everyone hears it thinks they're okay <laughs> the until they hear themselves on recording. And I used to record well, myself and thought this is, this is me. I am actually a professional shower singer. I love you. Oh. Me too. Oh. I like I just so You good. should just do Titanic all ready. Just, I'm oh. just so fucking awesome. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah. We are gonna oh. do it. And because yeah, I had a get like it, this is part of the thing. Like I had a, uh, my mum got me a cat when I was four. Um, was it called? Tana? And <laughs> I wanted to call it Britney Spears. You know, my idol, a four-year-old child. Their idol is Britney Spears. Um, but my mum said no, so we had to call her Kidney. 
And then um, <laughs> Kitney, so to God. She's 17 years old now that and stalks me. She's still alive Aww. 17 years later. Still alive. And she went to wow. Betty Boo practice school. Britney Spears still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's still going. Siri, is she still alive? <laughs> but like, I wanted to be Britney Spears. Uh, and I just wanted everyone just to love me. But uh, my so mum couldn't afford the your tuition. Dream, your dream may still come true. Don't give up on your dreams. No, go. I think I should just... Your dreams will haunt you if you don't try them out. No, oh, I think really that should be a saying. I, like, I think I'm happy. I'm just doing photography. On, honestly, if I didn't if I didn't try doing YouTube videos, I don't think I'd have got to photography because I rebelled against the idea of photography when I was younger, as I've said previously. So, yeah. you know, if it takes one thing to another thing... I'm just the most dramatic like you, person you, in the room. Acting, mm-hmm. Got it from you know modelling, acting, and then obviously running your own. It events. all links. It in. all spitballs. It does all link in, and it's it's mad. I suppose it's, it's just so creativity, mad. isn't yeah. it? Marrying if you've got things together. that are just firing mm-hmm. off, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to try this, and I'm going to try this, and I'm going to try this. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's like job moving essentially, well, isn't it? You think about going up the, in the grade. Yeah, you think about the fact that even for me, you know, like my wife has said to me, you know, she's, she, you know, she'll say, oh, something else. You know, because like you know, yeah. it'll be photography, mm-hmm. and I'm then it'll the be a little bit of YouTubing, and then yeah. it'll be podcasting and stuff. Like that. And I'm like, yeah, because it's just an outlet. Yeah, you know, it's it's a Definitely way for yeah. me to do something a little bit different. Yeah, that is Check very it, it's very different to my day job. This, this is the thing, you know. Ultimately, my day job is creative yeah. in a different way, mm. but it's very very different. Yeah. And, it's like soul you know, sucking. I think that's why I came <laughs> on the show to be honest, guys, because because it is something so different and it's yeah. something I've never done before on a. You could quite easily great sit on the YouTube preparation video. for BBC Radio Leicester. I'm having a fantastic <laughs> time. Well, this is the thing. I realise he hasn't... I don't think he swore the whole podcast. I'm, I don't swear. He doesn't swear. Ever? I mean, he's... I never <laughs> fucking swear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> caught out on podcast. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, all right. Well, it's all it feels better now. It, you, should start, you should start your own podcast. I never swear. And then no, in the actually, first episode, um, you swear. It's, it's actually my mum's fault. She's uh, on Instagram Live right now, so... Oh, is mummy watching? I do apologise, mum. Oh, so you're not allowed. He's a good little you. one. So you're not allowed to swear because your mom's watching. I, well, I am. Like, we swear when we're together, but it's just. It's just keep, keep 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 keeping it courtesy. We yes. we swear together. What when we swear together, we stay together. Yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah exactly. That's yeah. That's it brings the family live. together. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've kind of talked about um, your acting, the different types of acting you've done. Your mm-hmm. favorite thing about the fact that you're know, entertaining people, really. Yeah. Any memorable moments that you've had over the years? So many, <laughs> honestly, there's been so many. It's been an absolute roller coaster. Just tell us what comes straight to your mind. Don't feel like we're putting you under pressure for like the the let's best. Let's not one. put him on the spot, but let's I put him on the spot. I think it all started for me actually when we went on a family holiday, oh, and okay. we went. I'm pretty sure it was a Haven holiday. Well, your mum like, oh, oh, yeah. taking us back. She'll, she'll back me up. Is it Butlins? Like, I'm pretty sure back. it was a Haven holiday, and Love it Haven. was the first time my family ever heard me sing, and I went on. That's my mum. Hi, mum. Um, yeah, I went on and comes, I mom. sang the Glee version of Don't Stop Believing from Aww. Our Journey. And I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm just going to say the Journey version is better. The Journey version is better. No. If I'm honest. No. Did you kill the Glee one though? Did you smash it? <laughs> I, do you know what? Killing and smashing are two different I things. Think oh, right, okay. If I Maybe, did it yeah. again now, <laughs> it would be ten <laughs> times better. Okay. Because I've had that practice and that, oh, yeah. well, that first sort time. of coaching. That was they the call first it levels. time. Yeah, but he might dropped on the first. Yeah, he's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> that was actually the first time I'd ever sang in front of a live audience, and it Aww. was insane. You shit like, your I, pants. Was, I was singing in like in front of like three hundred people. Yeah, like yeah. it was a big audience. Like 
Got a so lot of Haven. And it all started And you're on there. holiday with got... everyone there still. So you'll see them again at some exactly. point. Is this I've the caravan so one? Just imagine. Yeah. Just yeah. imagine how many girls were interested at that point. Oh, oh I was like... Like a celebrity. I'm sure I was like... 14, 15 at go. the time. See, I don't know. Let's see, so did, John, let's see what puberty did, John. Let's see what puberty did. Because people... I, I see what I was like. <laughs> it was actually... Potato. It was actually like a kid's <laughs> talent competition. Like, oh, well, I've, really cool. done, I've done similar things when mm. I went on like, you know, um, oh, did holidays. Oh, did you sing, John? No, oh, I didn't oh. sing. <laughs> John Travolta is in he the room. He took photos. I played <laughs> an instrument. Now, would everyone like to <laughs> the play triangle. the triangle? Yes, which instrument the I triangle. played? The triangle. It wasn't the triangle. It's the flute. Not a flute. Piano. No. I, the banjo. I'm going to go for... <laughs> drums in it. What, what instrument did I play? Is there anything in the room that we'll see? It's guitar, like isn't it? It's going to be like a xylophone or something. Oh, like no. No, go on. No. Fuck. Tambourine. Oh. Tambourine. You're all thinking way too <laughs> quiet. It's guitar. me. You played yourself? Huh? No. The didgeridoo? You want to be careful like you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Did you do Rolf Harris? <laughs> uh, did you Rolf Harris? Did you Rolf oh, Harris? Excuse me. Uh, oh, uh, no, it wasn't a... Uh, what do they call that now? Was it a what? Ouija, what? No, not a Ouija board. That's wobble a different board. thing. Wobble board. That's the one. A no, it was a trumpet. No. What? Mm. Oh, I get what you mean. Played yourself now because it takes all your strength to. No, as in when I was on about it, you're thinking too quiet is what I said. Oh, so I'm a quite a. You're such loud, a trumpet man. I am a trumpet man. It does take a lot. Not of just trumpets. It does take a lot of strength. Other, other instruments. You're either well, a harp or a trumpet. Well, it was trumpet, trombone. Trombone. French horn, a little bit. at the bit. A little bit of a little bit of saxophone. I'm gonna mm. die. But What's yeah. with you and your flutes? No flutes. I'm trying to figure what family family they are. What are they? Uh, it horn? was a mix of cushion. So not because it's brass. So brass, 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 brass. You and your brass. Me and brass instruments. But you know what? Honestly, talking about creativity, mm-hmm. like even this sort of thing where we talked about, you know, you try everything new. Yeah. When I was at school, and we used to, I had like you know like band geeks as friends. Um, <laughs> Which like you've got photography Photography geeks now. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yay, geeks, nerds. not nerds. Nerds. I don't do nerds. <laughs> geeks, right? Geeks. I think I'm a, not a nerd. No, you'll be a... Well, mm. I don't know what I am in the podcast. Stay tuned for episode 23, where Billy talks just, about her being a nerd. I honest, I think I'm just a female <laughs> voice. Episode 48, Billy finds herself. She's just, no, she's just a hologram. I'm always having a crisis. Guys, I've just got to point out, my uh, cat Tommy has just joined in the Instagram. Oh, oh Excellent. Your cat. So Tommy cat has joined in. What colour's the cat? <laughs> yes, I'm interested. Oh, undefined. Ginger. Ginger. Oh. Ginger. Oh, no. ginger. I have brown. seven cats. She's a oh ginger pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pussy cats, obviously. Obviously, come on, guys. Josh is going so red. He is going red. He's like, oh, I said a rude word. <laughs> That's a big thing. What do you mean the word pussy? That's a big thing. Oh my God, stop. (laughs) Now he's like a kid who's figured out that that's a rude word and wants to say it over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Just validate it as much as I can. So it is interesting. So you've said lots of memorable moments over the years. So obviously that that moment when you were 14 and stardom hit. That was the... Yeah, I was probably... And it's interesting because I had a similar moment. Um, I wasn't 14. With his horn. No, <laughs> I was. It was actually piano slash keyboard. Oh, I and knew I was you about, played it. Yeah, and yeah. I was about um, nine, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think something like that. And I played in a school talent show that was on an evening. Mm. Uh, and I played. And you get ready, brace yourselves, right? Dun dun dun. A melody or medley, I should say. Killing it. Titanic. Oh. Then blended into Aqua Barbie Girl. Nice. I'm a Barbie. <sighs> yeah. 
Let's go, Bobby. It, I can when, imagine it went something like every night in my dream. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I'm a Bobby girl. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. He's, he's, I love how he said piano, found, but he meant it. keyboard. I found the echo, you see. So now Kyle just needs to do the same Here's Kyle. thing. Okay. Every night in my dreams, I see you. I feel you. This is a photography podcast. <laughs> it is. Brother. I'm waiting for Barbie. How was that? That was pretty good. Right. You yeah. should have faded into Barbie fan. Oh, well. Yeah, we haven't got that much time, to be honest, yeah, because no. as much as I'm sure people do love listening to us ramble on for nearly an hour, Oh. Probably more than an hour now. To say it's been more than an hour, though, I, I feel like it's been way longer than that, honestly. We're so awesome. We've done pretty well, I think. Yeah. I love the fact that Josh says, it feels like it's been much longer. Yes, no, the conversation has felt so it, strange. Because, the conver- so because our podcast started at like episode one like oh, an hour long or 90 yeah. minutes, and then we went back down to 45, 30 you know, kind of episodes, yeah. and then we started jumping back up again after Gaz's episode. Well, I suppose it's ultimately, I suppose we want to hear from you guys anyway. Mm. What do you like? Do you like the longer episodes? Do you like the shorter episodes? Do you like Let the in-between episodes? I like a good mm. 45 minutes. I start to crash about 50 minutes in. Yeah, but it's the thing is of a podcast. You can come back. It's all about me. Yeah, That's come back. That is exactly what my friend said. Back. My friend like said that. to me earlier that like she likes the fact that yeah. she can just pause it, go away for food and come back. And yeah. the, the episode with Gaz was... Almost like you could break it up even though yeah. we didn't have the gaps. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. I so. think that's going to be a bit like this one. That's why I've done like four Instagram lives today. Like each part has been. Yeah. yeah. You've had more than your quotes. And it's, it's been specific about different things, hasn't yeah, it, as exactly, well, which yeah. is good. So, yeah. yeah, so definitely. So thank you very much for coming on. That is absolutely Thank you for coming, pleasure. Kyle. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. Gosh. Do you want to and recap? I forgot to say thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just real. I was in my own little world. I know you're thankful. <laughs> it's fine. Do you want to uh, recap on your social media handle and yeah, specifically so spell it out for people? On Instagram, yeah. it's at Graziagram. So it's G R A Z I E R G R A M. That is phonetic my... alphabet was not used today. Oh, I don't think we we would be here uh, for uh, another uh, fifteen minutes yeah, if we had to think. Like, I do what's it. G for uh, G G. Yeah, I did so this the other day. I don't know any. A, of a, a for golf. Alpha. Okay. It's golf. weird because it's part of my job to know the phonetic alphabet when I do finance. Golf oh, Romeo. Yeah. Oh. What is it? But golf, I always Romeo, go G for Alpha. Gray. Romeo. Golf Romeo. Alpha. C Zulu. for Cindy. Indi- Indi- Indigo. 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 I know Delta. India. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. This is tangent, digress. the final tangent of the episode. <laughs> and so the end of the podcast. It is. Mm. So thank you very much for coming on. No, absolutely. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we will all see you at one of your future events. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Except for me because uh, yeah. she has no holiday right now. Is I'm true. always at work. <laughs> so on that note, <coughs> I think it's time to end. Yeah. I hope to be back soon anyway, guys. Isn't it? Well, uh, yeah, we'd love finish. to have you yeah. back on as a, you know, even just casually talking about a, a subject because mm. yeah. it's one thing, one of the things that actually I think would make it quite a dynamic podcast where yeah. it's not just focused on the guests. And I think we've already sort of done that mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah, definitely. And I think we've already talked about the fact what we want to try and do. Listening, guys. Yeah, we've already talked about the fact, haven't we? We want to try and do like live episodes and stuff like yeah. that at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'd be quite well, cool. Well, we've done our first one today. So. Well, we have. Through the power of Instagram. Yeah. Through the power of Instagram, we've Through live streamed. Through the graze streamed. Ground. <laughs> <laughs> But if you are hearing this in late December, you'll have missed the live stream on Instagram. <laughs> By a long time. Yeah. And that is a you hours. problem. Yeah. Yeah. So a you, not an I. Excellent. So thank you. Until next time, see you soon. Bye. Bye. Take Bye. care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.